0: Right, go ahead, talk. Mm-hmm. Say you're listening to the Word Bros podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say you're listening to the Word Bros podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you are to listening the to the, the
1: word, word Bros, bros podcast, podcast. The Word Bros, the dot word com. bro's dot com.
0: to another edition of word bros that's right bob hey Kevin. i'm bob and i want to say thank you so much i believe if everything goes accordingly um this will be our highest month of downloads ever really yeah because last month we had more downloads than ever this month we've beaten that number wow. and we want to thank a sponsor of the podcast we have a sponsor now right kevin that's right we have cat fight coffee is is now the uh, official sponsor
2: of word bros podcast we, that- we getting coffee and to drink while we interview guests isn't it wonderful
0: Yep, it sure is. Let me get their website up to make sure I got you, the address. It is, it is catfightcoffee.com. Go there, get all the uh, super tasty coffee that you want. You tried the- um, uh, um, Pumpkin, the um pumpkin. It was delicious. It was, was, it? Delicious. It was awesome. delicious. What did you try? I had a, like a light roast. I don't know the name of- uh, Cleopatra probably, or something, yes, right? Yes, the Cleopatra was pretty tasty. I was pretty happy with it. My wife and I enjoyed it very much. So go to catfightcoffee.com and, uh, and try that out. And then we have a very special guest today on the podcast as well. We have Rich
2: Woodall on the, on the podcast, who is also a member of our Scout family and the Scout Comics family. And he is the co-publisher of That's right. Black Caravan Comics. He also is a, an artist and a writer. I, he wears a lot of hats, spins a lot of plates, is talented, and he also drinks Cat fight Coffee.
0: Does he? does he? We can't know. say that if he doesn't. What if we just we, like? We can what say whatever we want to. What if he's got it's his a, own coffee sponsor? We can get him. No he doesn't, doesn't have catfight coffee. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see. But yeah. So let's listen to Rich Woodall. Good dude. Good dude. Today we have a very special guest. Uh, We're joined today by uh, Black Caravan's co-publisher. That's a hell of a title.
3: that's uh it's the only one i can claim (laughs) today we're joined by
0: (laughs) rich woodall the pride of the coastal region of new hampshire rich how
3: you doing man i'm doing great thank you guys for having me i really appreciate it of course dude you guys are
0: doing some pretty cool things over at your black caravan uh co-publisher title thing whatever you are that's (laughs) awesome
3: (laughs) thank you yeah yeah we're having uh you know joe and i are having a uh, having a really good time it's it's uh it's something that i've always wanted to do and i'm kind of dragging joe into it and uh thankfully i've got got him to uh to to come along on this journey and uh yeah yeah without without joe like Neither one of us could do it on our own. I don't think it's—it's it's so much work, but it's really cool.
0: Now, how did you back yourselves into this title? Like this is—I mean, this is pretty impressive. You're a co-publisher of your own imprint at a major comic book co- company. That's pretty impressive, right? I, I'm impressed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? So, so what happened was, elect. So with Electric Black, um, we we did really really well at Scout and our numbers were great and everything and and uh we were at a convention in Florida last October and uh not a convention a, a signing Joe, so Joe and I flew down and i can't even remember it was like issue 2 or 3 maybe it was issue 3 cuz i think the glow in the dark cover had just came out glow in the dark cover <laughs> listen to that and uh and we That's stayed amazing. with uh James hake and uh you know we got to talking after and and talking about doing an imprint doing a a a sci-fi horror imprint and um it just happened that james was thinking about doing imprints in general Mm -hmm. and um you know so all the stars kind of aligned and and um you know we were hungry for it we had ideas and people we wanted to work with and stuff and you know we we had uh we had a vision in our head of what we wanted to be and what you know we we really want to be the independent version of vertigo so you know okay. we want to be scouts vertigo okay that's pretty cool that those are
0: those are lofty ambitions to have friend <laughs> yeah know?
3: yeah i whether whether or not we achieve them we'll we'll see but i i like to aim high and bite off way more than i can chew so, <laughs> so that's what we did and like i said uh you know joe, joe and i we we split up books. So, uh, you know, we, we were taking some submissions are closed for right now, but when we were taking submissions, um, you know, there's, there's ones that Joe gravitates to more and there's ones that I gravitate to more and we kind of split them up and you're in charge of this one and I'm in charge of that one. And we kind of both oversee what the other one's doing, but, uh, you know, we each kind of have our own subline within that almost it it's really, You don't see it in the end, but, uh, you know, we we both uh, have to split things up just so we can keep up with the workload, really. Now,
0: explain to me, um, I know you said the submissions were closed for Black Caravan at the moment, but if, if someone were to submit a book, being there's only two of you, like, who's the tiebreaker? Like wait, if, wait, but you, but, he, but he's if, asking for the two
2: of us, just so yeah. you know. He's not right. asking for the right. two of us. Shit, so, if we got
0: a pitch to you, motherfucker, I ain't doing that. You better just take our ideas. <laughs> <laughs> we a metal shark,
3: bro, guys. Who, what you, right. you fucking talking about? Son? You would think it's a it's a natural end,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, like
3: I, uh, I'd be so, insulted. <laughs> they don't want no metal shark, bro. On the black caravan, you're not I serious would, enough. <laughs> we, we'll talk about this in a little bit, but I, I've got a book called uh i don't know if you guys have seen it uh gods of brutality that looks awesome by that the looks way. awesome yes little yeah. shark bro gods of brutality crossover i don't know i'm just saying we'll right. talk about right. it later we'll talk, I mean, we'll, talk. We'll, we'll have talk. our people call your
0: people and then we'll go from there right but yeah so who's the tiebreaker our right people now? are his
2: people
3: that's, right. true. <laughs> that's true that's true so so what, so what happens mean? is uh we get a submission in and um Usually, usually, I'll look at it first, and if the art gets past me, it goes to Joe. Okay. And then Joe will read everything, and if the story gets past him, awesome. There, there's always times where I, I'll be iffy. I'll be on the fence. Or, or Joe will see something, and he's on the fence, and we'll, we'll throw it to each other, and one of us might like it, one of us might not. And James take is the tiebreaker. Okay, that makes um, sense. Yeah. And and sometimes we have uh we have uh one of our editors, Sean French. Um, you know, we trust his opinion. So we'll throw things if, if we're both kind of like, oh man, this is like this is cool, but is it you know we we have some sort of doubt about it or whatever, we'll throw it over to Sean and and get Sean's opinion and that's awesome. And uh yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's that's kinda how that works. Um I I'm super such a pain in the ass about artwork Um, (laughs) I'll drive everybody crazy about like the quality of art well I mean that's that's the medium though you have to be right like if
0: not it's just it's just words on a page you got to tell a story visually daddy
3: it's the first thing that people see it's what sells Mm -hmm. the book you know unless you have a name on the book you know the people eat visually first so Mm -hmm. you know the you gotta you gotta be hungry for it before you're gonna pick it up so that's that's the way I'm looking at it.
0: Kevin, do you have anything? Oh, no, I, I didn't
2: know. I didn't know you were going to actually let me talk. I yes, was, that's man, what I was so,
0: doing. I was so shocked for silence. That was a long pause, baby. I was <laughs> Kevin. Should I just start going, Kevin?
2: No, no. no I mean, I guess. And sometimes you don't let me talk. man. I mean, let's just be honest. <laughs>
0: Sometimes you ain't got shit to say. That's true. I mean, that's
2: sometimes I don't have shit to
0: say. Uh, now I forgot what I was going to ask, so we're we're good. Let's all that. I will uh, tell you this, Kevin. This has nothing to do with Rich, and I should probably save this for the intro or outro. But I really like the beanie look on you.
2: Oh well, thank you, sir. That is it, really good. It looks. Yeah. Real,
0: it's it's a good look because normally you have a brimmed cap, but yeah, today like, you're wearing a beanie, and it just it's look, cold
2: today. And I you just look, look
0: really nice shower. with a beanie. Oh. You, yeah all right well let's get back to
1: let's okay, get back, let's, to, back let's, let's get back to, get back to rich woodall
2: <laughs> I, I appreciate your compliments, sir um so like it's not just horror for you though like um what what's your background with horror why did you guys choose a black caravan to be a horror sci-fi imprint is is there a specific reason or is there a specific calling for horror between you and uh schmalky or is it more schmalky that's into the horror than you or how does that work rich?
3: yeah we we both have like a pretty deep horror background we were both raised you know being fans of of horror movies uh you know joe and i have similar backgrounds in that uh we both moved around a lot as kids and um and we both loved we had we had parents who loved horror movies joe's mom loved horror movies my dad loves horror movies so it's it's one of those things like i grew up in arkansas out in the middle of the woods right and so i'm like four or five years old and my dad shows me evil dead and so when you're five years old and your dad shows you evil dead and it looks like your backyard you know it it kind of affects you (laughs) but uh but yeah like i i grew up jaws i mean i consider that a horror movie jaws evil dead texas chainsaw master all the classic kind of stuff i love the the Joe is, uh, more of a, um, modern slasher. Like he likes the Friday the 13th and Halloweens and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm more of the universal monsters. Yeah, I love the big, big dumb creatures and stuff like that. And, and, but, but that, you know, we cross over in a lot of spaces too, but, um, but like that kind of love of horror brought us together for, for the electric black. And, um, and then when we were thinking, you know, it's it's a natural progression to just like how can we take electric black and make it a a line mm-hmm. basically. And you know, we we started off we started off we wanted everything very dark and very very horror bendy. Even if it was sci-fi, we wanted it to be dark sci-fi. But um for instance, the Paraphanos is is totally not a horror or dark book. Not at all. And um no. And and that's you know Craig 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 and Todd have been friends of mine for, for like a decade now at least. And uh and Joe was over at Craig's house and saw Craig's love of the perhaponauts. And even even when I was working on Cairo on with him, um Craig was still doing like he had no he had no end game for it. Like, I might do a Kickstarter in a year. He was working on pages for it. And it was like, dude, you have, you have three projects, including the Hellboy project that, that was just announced, and you're working on this thing that doesn't ha- even have a home or a publisher or anything. So anyway, uh, you know, Joe, Joe's like, he's super passionate about this. We should consider, like, we should ask him if they want to publish through us. And I'm like, I don't know. It's not what we set out to do. And again, I've been friends with those guys forever. I should have been the one that, that did this. But Joe's really the one who who was like, We should we should try this out. We should expand what our our little box is. And so uh, so that was like the first one. And after that, we started looking at things a little bit differently. That's
0: cool. Now, I guess the first book you guys did through the Black Caravan would be um, The Electric Black, which I have the first two issues upstairs because we did the Kickstarter for that. Yeah. And that's kind of presented more in like a Tales from the Crypt Show kind of vibe, right? Like you have your two hosts and then you just tell individual stories. Now, is that trend going to continue with the book or is this just kind of like an intro until you get like a team together or something
3: so that's the that's the electric black presents okay so that, okay the the that that was kind of the origin stories and stuff of of some of the main characters but the book itself when when joe and i started we actually pitched uh scout as this is this is tales from the crypt and like we we sent him eight pages and we had like the setup and then we went into short stories that very very first issue is very tales from the crypt e but by the time we finished it we decided um we want to tell the story behind the crypt keeper instead so okay so the the second issue it has it has a like a backup kind of short story that's intertwined into it but what what you find out by the end of the fourth issue is like all these stories, these sub-stories, they all relate to the larger story about the Cryptkeeper. Okay. Which is Julius Black. Yes. Julius Black, yeah. And, um, yeah. So, so, like, we kind of have this formula where if one issue we want to do just a straight-up Tales from the Crypt, and we have this creepy 10-page story that we want to tell, we can do that. And it can end up being an item in the shop. Or – if we really have something that we want to tell with the main characters, like we can go off in that direction. So it's, it's really open for us to kind of play with whatever we want. That's cool. Because I, I really dig the
0: Tales of the Crypt style kind of anthology, eerie, creepy vibe.
3: Yeah. Kind yeah.
0: I got from the uh, Electric Black Presents. So I wanted to see if that would continue. But that's interesting the way you're kind of telling the story of, you know, the I guess the, the Crypt Keeper, if you will, for right. lack of a better term. The Tales well, from the, the Crypt was awesome. Yeah, like, uh, it was right. It was. I, it. I used to watch it all the time. Yeah, the show oh, was yeah. great, but I mean, the magazine. I mean, Erie was always really cool. Like Erie is yep. a really cool magazine. That Dark Horse, I believe, still does.
1: Yeah, um, like sporadically Yeah, but yeah. it's still
0: it's super creepy. fun to read. Yeah, get creepy. I think yep. more don't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah, it's still super fun to read. You just go out and find it, and that's a way. Kevin and I were talking about this the other day. Like, I don't know why more publishers don't go that route with things because that's a way to kind of develop and nurture new talent. Is that something you guys are looking to do with your line is maybe do like a present style book as a way to kind of get creators along?
3: Yeah, a little bit. We, we have plans for a magazine. Um, that that's called uh, edge of the void. And it's, it's very much in that, in that, uh, kind of way of thinking, but right now it's kind of on hold while we, you know make sure we can keep publishing all these yes. regular we have so many regular titles now and um trying to do the magazine along with that at the same time it's it's a little harder you you almost have to build up um a stockpile of short stories to go into that because if you you guys have probably run into this you you start dealing with creators you know, creator X has, has his house burned down or creator Y is just lazy and doesn't like to draw. More B, more. Right. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So, so like, you know, trying to, to just plan that from the get go, it it ends up being people drop off or they can't hit deadlines or stuff. And then you're screwed when it comes time for the magazine to launch. So what we're doing is we're kind of slowly thinking about creators we want to work with. We're, we're testing that like with uh not that it was a test but uh you know with electric black presents we worked with with four different uh you know artists on that and it was it was great um and they were all people that we would love to work with again so so you know we can slowly build up our stable of people that were comfortable and and secure in working with and um yeah hopefully 2022 we can launch the magazine wow but um you know we're we're planning way ahead at this point (laughs) that sounds awesome though i mean just just uh,
2: the idea of that because were those those comic books that you guys grew up on or like um had like laying around like you know creepy eerie tales, uh creep show those kind of
3: comic books so not not really like when because i grew up in arkansas Mm -hmm. like we literally like the place I got comics was my 7-Eleven down the road, right? Spin rack. Right. Yeah, yeah, the spin rack. So all I had access to was Marvel and DC. Right. Um, it wasn't until I was in my twenties that I really got to, really got to go to comic shows or comic shops more. Uh, I, I did have a, a shop when I lived in I lived in Kentucky for a little while, and we had like I was near Fort Knox. And we had three shops because it was a military town. And so military guys love comics. So we had three shops. I'd ride my bike to all the shops, but I was only focused on Marvel. And De- like, this is when Ghost Rider with the glow in the dark cover was coming out. And stuff like
1: that. So I was like, that's
3: when the glow in the dark came from. Yeah. Right. I always wanted the, to do one.
2: It was the text days. Like, was it? Yeah. Was it the, yes, me too. I, I We were talking about this on a podcast once. Like I was reading that where it was like Dr. Strange and Ghost Rider. We're trying yes. to find the Zodiac Killer. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. I, I remember that. Great, yeah, they were awesome. I, I actually enjoyed the the Danny Catch Ghost Rider more than the Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider. Yeah, awesome.
3: I, he looks way cooler. That's for sure.
1: <laughs>
0: He's got a really cool motorcycle too. He does. Yeah, yes, he yeah. does. Well, the Johnny um, Blaze Ghost Rider is all about like satan like it's Satan. Just right, right. straight <laughs> up satan like i remember i read <laughs> i read an earlier one where i guess this native american girl was going to a university she was going to a fancy university and all the girls that she lived in in the house all worshiped
3: satan <laughs> i was just like what is happening here like of course they do that was this, the 70s man yeah. like like, we got to do a Ghost Rider and a Son of Satan and Satana. Yeah. And yeah, like, we, we've we got a whole line of Satan books for
1: you.
0: Now, tell us about the line that you have coming out in 2021. You said you guys are already jam-packed. You're not taking submissions. So what is coming from Black Caravan in 2021?
3: Yeah, so I got my spreadsheet here. Oh, I thought he was going to say he couldn't. going to talk about it. I thought that was going
0: to be the. You know, it's serious though. When you got a spreadsheet, we ain't got uh-huh. no spreadsheets. He's on top of shit, man. That's oh man,
3: mess. we we have to have a spreadsheet to keep the shit.
0: <laughs> We're not organized like that, Bobby.
3: <laughs> so, um, so the the next thing that's coming out uh, this month, like in a week, probably, um, is the Perhaps Not's. Okay. Uh, by uh, Todd Dezago and and Craig Russo. So, so that's coming out first, and and that's part of the uh, the nonstop. And you you guys you guys did Metal Shark Bro nonstop, right? We were the yep. first nonstop
0: sure. book, yes, right? Yes.
3: Yeah. So uh, perhaps not is going to be nonstop, which means uh, for those those out there that that don't know, which you should, um, it's uh, we release an issue one, and then two months later we release a trade that collects uh, the first the first. Several, five issues yeah five issues yeah. yeah um after that uh we have another book which is in uh diamond to uh previews right now called the shepherd and um the shepherd is is awesome it's a great story about uh, i mean this sounds horrible it's a, a horrifying story about uh a father who has lost his son uh and and then commits suicide to follow him into the afterlife jesus yeah it's heavy stuff but it's it's wow. really really cool um what came before last month which was our our biggest month ever uh for scout was phantom star killer
1: which yes. right
3: a, a lot of people probably saw um yeah and, and uh electric black um and then early next year uh let's see let's see where's my so uh in february we have uh, a book called black friday coming out okay and that's that's going to be a really neat it's got a really cool art style very different than anything else we're publishing uh very cool art style the covers are great um but it's it's about uh it's about retail right so so you have these these guys that work at like it's not walmart but a a, like a retail place and just change yeah shit and stuff the horrible feelings and and everything uh they, they've got like a demon in the basement so this this nasty creature comes out and like bubbles over and 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 attacks people it's pretty cool um and then after that uh in in march we've got uh, a book uh called province of madness okay which is, about, that's
2: Chris Tabari's
3: book. I that's that. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is this is for for Lovecraft fans. It's going to be a love letter to Lovecraft. Uh, and, and Christian's an amazing artist, so uh, that that's going to be really really cool.
0: That's awesome.
1: That's awesome.
3: Um,
0: so how do you got, guys um like? So are you guys going to use Kickstarter to get a lot of these books like made, or is this or is that kind of on the creator?
3: Yeah. If the we, we had, we're totally open for, for the creators to do that. We would, okay. you know, at some point I would, you know, my, my personal dream is to get us to the point where we can fund a book. Yeah. You know, we, we can say, Hey, we want to hire top talent to do, to produce this book. Right. And it, you know, that's, that's that's down the road Rome was not
0: built in a day it was (laughs) was
3: not and uh but but that is that's kind of where I want to go with it you know I want to I want to be an alternative to to image comics and 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 build our biggest thing is we're trying to build relationships with all the creators that we work with and also build relationships with all the retailers out there
1: um
3: you know without the retailers we're not going to sell shit and so you know, having these good relationships with retailers and answering their questions and and kind of, I'm constantly checking in with guys, seeing how our book's selling. Like, what can we do better? What you know, what what are we doing wrong? Um, how's our response and, and that kind of stuff? Because during these COVID times, like, you know, DC's dropping the ball. All I hear is complaining from from retailers about DC and and um you know these relationships uh are way more important now than than they were before the covid stuff because retailers retailers are having a hard time what you know my local shop is still trying to kind of bounce back from from all the losses that they that they uh got hit with through covid so so um but us selling directly to them and giving them really good discounts and special books like the VHS covers and stuff like that. Like, it, hopefully it's building these relationships that that carry over into new books that like Black uh, Friday, you know, it's, it's by a team, a creative team that nobody's heard of. This is their first book. And, you know, so retailers have a, a lot harder time taking a chance on something like that.
0: But if you build up equity in the marketplace and you have a good relationship with these retailers it'll be easier for you to uh to kind of get these books in now how do you have time to do all this because you're a writer and, and make and your own artists. books yeah how do you have time to do all of this how many plates are you spitting baby well
3: i also have a, a 40 plus hour work work week uh <laughs> a, day, a day job so uh Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's nights and weekends. It's nonstop. I think for me, the COVID thing hasn't affected me because I never went out and I never saw anybody anyway. I work I work until midnight, one o'clock in the morning, every night, get up at six o'clock to go to the day job every day. And, um, you know, the, the production from me has slowed down a little bit at least on the drawing side um you know it's and so i i kind of like whatever fire is hottest and nearest to me i put that out and then move on to the next fire and you know there's always a a long line of fires to be put out but um (laughs) you just have to keep and 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 that's again why why having joe as a partner works really well if if i'm overwhelmed by something um you know joe can jump in and he can do it that that's the greatest part about you know both of us being artists writers designers like we we both did self-publishing separately so we both put together books of our own and and friends books and stuff um so like we both came to the table with the same amount of skills um to put these things together so that that really helps a lot, and. And again, we're we're trying to keep Black Caravan kind of small anyway. We don't want to do more than 9 books maybe. Um because it gets it becomes overwhelming and and every, and and we want to work on our own stuff. I you know, I don't get to draw my own I I've been doing a lot of covers lately, which has been great um and writing and and stuff like that, but I'm I I've had 2 pages to finish for the next Electric Black book for about 6 months now. <laughs> Oh, wow. And it's just one of those things. Yeah, yeah, I just, I know, right? (laughs) Thankfully, it's not been uh, solicited, so I don't have to. (laughs) I I figure once it's solicited, then I should probably finish it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, i was going to ask you it's it's interesting too so you're saying you want to do nine books total or just kind of nine books at a time to keep your attention because i think the last thing you'd want to do is have your line become too big and then you can't really promote things properly i think some of the small some of the other smaller publishers get into that where they're looking at quantity and not necessarily quality
3: yeah that's exact. that's exactly it and we we had we've had so many great submissions that we've kind of passed on because they're just not quite what we're looking for and because we want to keep it small so yeah like 9 10 that's that's about where we want to be because like you said so our our thinking is um every month should be focused on a new number one right so I think every month except for December of next year has a number one issue uh, from Black Caravan coming out. That's cool. And 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 that way we can really, like you said, we can really promote. Like, all right, October is going to be this this book's month, and January is going to be this book's month, and and really focus on that. And it it keeps it keeps our our workload at a at a steady pace where. I'm putting together a book one month and the next month, Joe's putting together a book. So, so it kind of switches on an office to who's, who's kind of putting stuff together. I know our next October is going to be absolutely nuts. Like it's October, it's Halloween. So we have, we have four books right now scheduled to come out then yikes that's wow. awesome that's a lot. which is great but it, it again like that that just means that august and september is going to be hell <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um are you going to do all of your line at black caravan will that all be kind of nonstop? Or are you going to do like one two threes and shit like that
3: yeah we ha- we have um we have 2 nonstop books um the perhaps and the shepherd and Mostly that's because, uh, so the perhaps you guys may or may not know, was at Dark Horse and then it was at Image and now it's at at Black Caravan, um, Scout. So we're re releasing everything and repackaging it. So we have really nice trades that that's, I, I have all the trades. Each one of them looks totally different. it as a collector, it irritates the shit out of me to see that on my shelf. <laughs> like you have one that's a little shorter. you've got you know different fonts and thicknesses of the, it It irritates the shit out of me. Um, so we're going to have a nice collection um, to put out, but also we're we're putting together for those that that have already read the perhaps uh, they're all going to have new covers and they're all going to have new material inside. Oh cool.
1: Oh, so that's good.
3: so for anybody that's already seen it like it gives them a little something to say hey this is this is a little different a nice little story um to add to it. So but we're going to do a couple non-stops and then we have other books that are that are going to be you know regular one two three fours traditionally kind of traditional one, yeah one month. And, cool. and again like shepherd shepherd was at caliber press before and it's the same kind of thing where we're getting new content in there and um and re-releasing it in 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 a nicer package well, that's awesome well, uh, Kevin,
0: do you have anything else before we let uh, Rich go? He's got a lot of shit going on. He ain't got time to talk to us.
3: I mean,
2: yeah, they got ten books. So I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean <laughs> we, we have we have trouble. There's two of us, and we have trouble juggling three, and these dudes doing <laughs> ten, and make me feel like we don't work hard enough. Um, the only other question I had was: so when you when you're going about uh, choosing your titles and, and curating them. Um, and and going through the the books that have already been released, like you just said, the shepherd was already at calibre. Yeah, the Papernauts people may be familiar with. Um, are you are you guys helping the creators curate the the information that that you guys are putting out into the book uh, with the new stories, or is it something that they just wanted to do on their own to to almost like re-release it, you know, with a new with a new coat of paint? If
3: that, you that was that was something that Joe and I talked about, kind of. I, I'm always I'm always one to push. I want to I want to see new content. Like right. like I I love the perhaps I I think I have two or three versions of some of the trades, <laughs> and I'm like I I don't want to see the same thing over and over. Um, You know, for for the nots in particular, it's been like almost ten years. Since yeah, I was going to say it's been a while.
2: Like since I been a while. It's been so
3: so it's kind of good that they're hitting a new generation. Um, and, and the same thing with the Shepherd a little bit. It's been a couple years. Um, but uh but yeah, I, I just think you know, getting new content, it's something we want to try to do for anything we do nonstop. That's that mm-hmm. we we also don't wanna be the reprint like guys. Like yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. cool with a couple titles. And if the right thing comes across, you know, of course that's gonna be great. Um we're also looking at um a lot of European stuff right now that um that that's kind of cool that nobody here gets to see. So we've, we've got a couple of things kind of brewing that we haven't announced yet, but um, there, there's some European stuff that's really, really neat out there uh, that we'd love to bring to the States and, and kind of show off. So, yeah. So that's, that's all kind of, kind of fun stuff.
0: That's cool, man. Right. Well, we uh, are super excited about what you guys are doing uh it's it's good for everybody because we have books on scout and you guys are doing well and we're doing well so it's it's nice to see everybody doing well
3: you know it, is. it really is yeah. so, and
0: like we, we've noticed a lot of the stuff you guys have been doing like dude we got to talk to these guys they're doing some hot stuff so <laughs> thank you for taking some time out yeah. of your day rich i'm sure you like i said you got a thousand things going on um what comes out that we can promote like instantly like you said the perhaps is coming out when
3: the perhaps Nots, i believe is coming out either next week or thanksgiving it's week. crazy that nobody that knows like none of us
0: know this stuff because covid fucked everything
3: up i, I yeah. should know it I, my brain has melted out of my ear <laughs> and it's, it's not your fault man no, it's, but, but know, it's embarrassing every, it's as a
0: creator because people ask me hey when does metal shark bro volume 2 come out I'm like dude i don't fucking know like I know general like this year it was right, supposed it to come out it was supposed to come out in april but i mean april right, right. It didn't go well april came <laughs> and went and then and then oh. yeah and then we were like uh, august i
2: think they said august yeah, i don't right. know anymore
0: yeah yeah, yeah and, but that's I, but i mean that's just on the state of the world it's just like fuck yeah. dude i'm just happy we have it next
3: week right. how we get there you know exactly <laughs> yeah yeah uh for Hapenots in stores i believe it's next week okay uh, it might even be tomorrow with yeah.
0: <laughs> just go to the store and ask <laughs> to for, for and and
3: happenauts and then uh and then like i said in previews right now is the shepherd which is going to be really really cool that's
0: going to be out in january because ninja nuns is coming out the same month yeah so yeah there yeah. you go yeah, so check yeah. it out in previews right now the shepherd the perhaps will be in stores sometime this month It'll be there. You It'll just go there. to the comic shop and say, give me that black caravan, and they'll they'll hook you up with them good like comics. That. Rich Woodall, thank you so much for
3: coming on, buddy. Oh, thank you guys. I appreciate it.
0: We forgot one thing. We said we were stopping <laughs> and then we forgot the gods of brutality. This is coming out soon. This looks awesome. Tell it us about the great. gods
3: of brutality. Yes. Thank you. Uh so so this is this is a book that I'm I'm writing. Um and my my good friend Mark Welzer is is drawing it. Um, Mark and I both met kind of through Savage Dragon. Um, we're both big Savage Dragon fans, and um, and we kind of we we've done three pitches for other books together, and every time they just kind of fall fall away. And now you said I'm I'm my own publisher. I do what I want. <laughs> well, and that's, that's one thing that I did not. That's, when when we started this, I told Joe, I was like, I have like a thousand ideas. I don't want Black Caravan to be the Rich Woodall show. <laughs> I would easily love it to be the Rich Woodall show, but it shouldn't be the Rich Woodall show. But yeah, so um, Gods of Brutality is basically a uh, an '80s rock rock and roll star who dies, goes to hell, and um, and prays to Odin and Zeus. To save them right he's like going through everything he's like buddha anybody that is listening to me i will do whatever i can you know and and odin and zeus are like we'll send thor and hercules to hell to save this guy that's it'll cool teach, it'll teach them a lesson like they just can't get along they're fighting constantly thor and hercules go to i'm a big jack kirby fan big silver age thor fan so this is this is uh kind of my my version of of thor and hercules adventures and i needed a reason for them to to be together so they're saving the rock god and hell and uh that's the awesome. whole thing's just going to be them trying to get out of hell that's cool it's a very
0: simple motivation that's It's awesome. very
3: yeah. yeah it's very simple it's very dumb it's just it's it's an excuse to do a lot of really cool fighting scenes well,
0: that's awesome <laughs> and, and when does this come out
3: uh let me check let me check the spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> uh God's of brutality doesn't come out until May. Okay. So, oh, so okay. there it's is a, a Yeah,
1: okay.
3: there's an ashcan that you can get at, at scoutcomics.com right now. Um right. it's like an eight-page preview of the book. Um but uh but yeah, it comes out in May. And so, you should get that yeah and that you should sounds get fun. that. That sounds it, fun. It's right. a lot of fun. And right. we 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 mocked it up to be a demo tape. So the back cover is like, it looks like a giant tape with the, uh, you know, the, the, with song, the songs, songs and everything that's a, that's, on there. That's yeah. a fun idea. That yeah, was fun.
0: Kudos to you, friend. Okay, now yeah. we're going to let you go for real this time. <laughs> all right. at all, everybody.
3: See you guys.
2: You guys are cutting in now. I could hear certain parts. That's why, I, like, I didn't say much. But I didn't want to like bring attention to it on the podcast because that's not
0: very professional. That's no, okay. I We're not, shit. Kevin. We're not very professional, so you don't have to worry about it. That's that true. was that was ritual at all. Black Caravan uh, published through Scout Comics. They got books all over the place. The Perhaps Knots will be out what this month. This month, yeah. and then uh, they got a bunch of other stuff too. So check that out, man. They got some cool stuff. Uh, Rich is a good dude. We were happy to have him on the pod.
2: He's great. He has other books. Uh, I backed his Kickstarter for uh, Kira and yeah. Jungle Girl. So he has other books other than horror. Go look into, like the good thing about podcasts is you can go investigate Rich Woodall now and see all his body of
0: work and go check out what what interests you. If it's not horror, go go pick up some of his other work. Yeah, man. So check it out. Thank you so much for, for listening. Next week, um, I think we, don't we have Ed Brisson next week?
2: We do. We have Ed Brisson next week. Ed Brisson, Marvel writer who wrote Iron Fist, X-Men. <laughs> We are moving up in the world. Ghost Rider. Yes, he wrote Ghost Rider as well. Yeah. So, Eddie's, I guess he's
0: promoting his Kickstarter for Murder Book. Yes. Yes. That's awesome.
2: And, and it's great to have Ed on because Ed's a super nice guy. We've hung out with Ed before. Um, at a I've
0: conference. actually never met Ed. You've hung out with Ed. Oh, so I hung time. out with Ed. You yeah. weren't there. That,
2: that, you're heroes. So you yeah, every
0: that. time I go, we don't meet cool people. Whenever I'm not there. last One year, Kevin hung out with Jack Kirby's Ghost. And he was like, oh, man, you missed it. Jack Kirby's Ghost was at Whole Foods getting the buffet. I can't believe you missed it.
2: Uh, he had Kirby Crackle around his broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: thank you guys for listening. And we will talk to you next week with Ed Brisson, hopefully. I bet I just jinxed it. I know I did. I know I did. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Word Bros podcast. The